Ahoy, ahoy, get on board the Vikings ship. It is Purple Mafia, episode number 11. Number 11, Dante Culpepper's old number. Oh, goody. But, yeah, we are ready to rock and roll here today on Tuesday, the 2nd of September in the year of our Lord, 2008. And I hope all of you had a great Labor Day weekend. I did not, as all I did was work, pretty much, other than a slight day off Saturday. Kind of a, you know, <laughs> kind of a half day off, I guess you could have called it. But, um, well, we're ready to rock and roll once again. And we have a great show for you today. Lots of stuff to talk about. Um, first of all, though, we are available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes and on uh, dig.com, or you dig it. So please dig my show. <laughs> Click on the dig button as you see it on thesportstuff.com. The more the merrier. That is good news. As, uh, it just shows more and more people appreciate the show. Um, some good stuff. Now, uh we do have a message board here on the sportstuff.com. Simply click on the button on the upper right-hand corner where it says TSS Boards, and you will be directed to sign up, get a screen name. It is 100% free and 100% fun. And another way to get there is thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards, thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards. Also now... <laughs> You guys out there, I'm so grateful as uh, Purple Mafia made the iTunes, the sports part of iTunes, top 100 last week. Top 100. We're talking shows like, you know, the Big Ten Network, uh, ESPN. There are so many big-time shows in that top 100. And uh, Purple Mafia reached as high as number 77 last week, which is just absolutely wonderful, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the fourth show... In the history of TSS, the sportstuff.com, to ever make the iTunes Sports Top 100. And I thank you all very, very much for listening to this program, supporting this program, downloading it on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. Um, all of you iTunes listeners indeed do come to the sportstuff.com. You will enjoy it. There is so much variety, so much stuff to talk about. You're so going to be so welcomed here and, um, Hey, you know, I appreciate you so very much for helping me get there. Uh, I'm in some really good company with uh, the Steel Pit, Chiefs End Zone Show, and the uh, Running with the Bulls, hosted by Brian Cush. Uh, just really good company. It's just an honor to be with them as they are some huge shows on this site and on iTunes. Um, now, finally, on to my actual show now <laughs> after that uh Euphoria, as it really was that. Um, today we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about some news with the Vikings, uh, Bryant McKinney being suspended, uh, the roster moves, the practice squad, and lack thereof, or certain players not getting on the practice squad. I wasn't too happy about that. And, well, there's a game next Monday. Yeah, there's a game. It's the Vikings and Packers in Lambeau Field. We're going to re-preview that game. We're going to talk about some NFL news, some cool stuff, Rudy Johnson, stuff like that. Um, and we're going to get into our, uh, well, we're going to talk about our previous poll, the poll for last week's show, and this week's show's new poll. We're going to get into that. And uh, we'll be getting into that very shortly. We'll be right back here on Purple Mafia. 
What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportsstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportsstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there, to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportsstuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. And, folks, it is time to talk some heavy football. It is time to get hot and heavy into the NFL and your Minnesota Vikings, first of all, with Bryant McKinney, who was officially suspended for the first four games of the season, which, of course, is very frustrating, but we all knew this was coming. Artis Hicks will start in place of McKinney during the suspension. I've... Um, I've been down in the sky for a while. I see him as an underachiever, and he's been a multi-offender with the law, including his involvement with the infamous Love Boat incident. As uh, very frustrating to me. Just <laughs> this this guy to me got on my nerves most of last season. As uh, the guy just does not seem to get it at this point in time. He wants to get lots of money, and uh, he's been a subpar offensive lineman. To me, he really has, at least in terms of, uh, well, when you consider you took him with the seventh overall pick years ago, uh, it's just been tough to swallow. That was the 2002 seventh overall pick, that is. Um, do I think he has lived up to that? Absolutely not. Um, he had a couple of good years, but uh, particularly his little second, third year, he was pretty good. But other than that, he's not really lived up to the hype, in my opinion. And... Uh, yeah, multiple incidents, just driving me crazy. I can only hope this guy grows up at some point in time. Uh, there has been no talk about releasing him anytime soon or, say, getting rid of him. So uh, he's a pretty valuable guy. Uh, the, the national press continues to call the Minnesota Vikings offensive line a great offensive line. I disagree. I think they're a decent offensive line. Uh, um you got Brian McKinney being out of control. Uh, Herrera's okay, you know, not too excited. Our artist Hicks is okay, but he's a backup for a reason. Uh, Burke getting a little older, kind of injury prone, you know, and when he gets hurt, he's out for the year, it seems like. Uh, Steve Hutchinson is probably about the best at his position in the entire league uh, at the tackle position, so I uh, can't complain about him at all, but um, that's pretty much the the deal with the uh, offensive line there. Uh, not too not too happy with that with Brian McKinney. This guy needs to worry more about the team and about his future rather than getting involved with such stupid things. I'm very frustrated with that. But uh, overall, you know what? People are people, and they're going to do things. So nothing I can do about it, of course. None of us really can. i um, going to get off that topic very quickly, as all that does is just kind of get me ticked off. <laughs> As, of course, since my last show, the Vikings have, well, they've officially done the cutdowns to the 53-man roster. Oh, goody, aren't you excited? Um, well, Brandon Sumrall didn't make it, uh, but uh, eight players were kept on the eight-man practice squad. Those guys were 
Brian Daniels, Tim Matran, wide receivers Jamar Johnson and Darius Raynaud, defensive lineman Martiel Burnett, Legger Dozabel. <laughs> That's one of the craziest names on the team. But yeah, he was a he looked pretty good. Is uh, you can't really miss a guy with such a weird name, Dozabel. But uh, cornerback Marcus Walker and running back Albert Young. Albert Young remaining on the eight man practice squad. So uh, I like, yeah, I, you know, overall I'm happy that Albert Young, Jamar Johnson, and Darius Raynaud were kept on the practice squad as all three showed significant promise in the preseason. Uh, Albert Young continuously got yards when he was given the ball. I mean, that's just plain and simple. You're running back. The object is, of course, to, you know, accumulate as many yards as possible, and Albert Young did that. He did a very good job. I thought he outperformed Maurice Hicks greatly in that department, but they do not see him as a uh, special teams guy at this point in time, but they saw enough out of the undrafted Iowan or Iowa player, at least, former Iowa player. <laughs> they saw enough out of him that they figure he deserves to be kept around, and I'm very happy about that. Um, Brooks Bollinger, gone. I don't believe he has officially signed with anybody just yet. Detroit Lions should give him a call, definitely. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, Brandon Summerall, though, released and was not kept on the practice squad. As you just noticed, his name was not called out of those eight guys. Uh, he was signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, folks. Signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad soon thereafter, which miffs me greatly. And other Viking fans, you know, I've seen other Viking fans here on the StarTribune.com, not too happy at all. Summerall showed promise and worth at least a shot on the practice squad, in my opinion, and many others disappointed, very disappointed that he is not at least on the practice squad, as I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a guy who could be a nice sleeper in the next couple of years. I do see him emerging and becoming a NFL player, if not already being one. Um, I'm pretty sure the Viking defenses in the past that really sucked that had, uh, oh, like Anthony Bass and guys like that in the, in the, in the back, you know, in the backfield or backfield, excuse me, back in the secondary. I'm on drugs making that comment. <laughs> but no, we had some horrible defensive backs, horrible safeties, uh, Waswas or Wanga. Yeah, I think Pat some Pat Summerall. Bren, I knew that was going to happen at least once. Pat Summerall and John Madden. But no. Uh, Brandon Summerall would have easily cracked the roster then. Um, unfortunately, just too much depth, I guess. That's just, what can, what can you do? Um, Frampton made the team. He was one of the guys that was kind of on the bubble, I thought. He's on the team. You know, of course, Sharper, Madu Williams is uh, going to be on the uh, IR for a while, of course, out for the first four weeks or so. Um, uh, yeah, Tyrell Johnson is going to be starting at safety in his place. Not going to be a bad, not going to lose too much in Tyrell Johnson. He's very, very good. Um, he got, uh, well, noticing that Jamar Johnson, of course, being on the uh, practice squad and on the NFL roster, well, apparently Andre Ellison was given the punt returner job over Jamar Johnson and Darius Raynaud, despite having far poorer numbers than the previous two, who actually looked decent. I guess they just wanted to keep five receivers. Fergie, Robert Ferguson being number five and being a veteran, he pretty much made this team because of that. Uh, he made some nice plays, though, with uh, Gus Farad especially. Gus Farad and Fergie made some nice completions in the third game of the preseason. The third game of the preseason. But, uh, yeah, that's 
was a nice deal in that area for keeping Fergie around, I guess. Um, at least they kept Raynaud. I mean, Raynaud, remember, on one kick return, he had 35-yard return. So, you know, one kick return in that third game, not bad at all. Andre Allison, though, I, <laughs> I guess. I mean, he pretty much didn't go forward at all. So what do you do with that? Now we're going to get sliding into the actual game review here very quickly. As here on Yahoo, well, Ziggy Wilf expects the Vikings to win the division. He says, our expectations are very high. Owner Ziggy Wilf said just before the team reported to camp in Mankato, Minnesota, and we set our goals very high. We expect to win the division. Um, Vikings definitely looking to win the division this year. But, uh, yeah, you got Madhu Williams and McKinney out for the first four weeks or so. That's not good. Uh, Tavares Jackson hopefully, hopefully will be healthy going in. He'll have his, uh, his mobile mobility going into the game. Um, it looked so good in training, in training camp and in the preseason games. Tavares Jackson about two steps above what he was last year. We just hope and pray this guy's going to be in full health. Now he will start, of course. He's not going to miss the game. He's going to go against, well, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. But who is Aaron Rodgers' backup going to be? Is it going to, it's Brian Brom, right? I mean, we all figured it's going to be Brian Brom. Well, guess what, folks? Matt Flynn, the second pick in the seventh round, will be the number two quarterback in Green Bay behind Aaron Rodgers. A very interesting move as Flynn passes up second-round pick Brian Brom, who virtually everyone picked as the number two guy if Green Bay didn't add a veteran like Dante Culpepper. I, uh, you know, Matt Flynn had a very strong preseason, showing outstanding accuracy where Brian Brom struggled mightily with accuracy in every game, including an 0-for-4 embarrassment against the Denver Broncos. Flynn appears to be a very nice sleeper, Getting number two quarterback as a rookie in the seventh round is very, very rare indeed, folks. Very rare. A very nice story there, guys. I mean, he was he's a rookie, and he's a seventh-round pick. Matt Flynn is a seventh-round pick rookie, and he's going to be the backup for the Packers. That is incredible. I mean, I, I, mean, I pretty much was looking at Brian Brom quite possibly overtaking Tavares Jackson if we drafted him. Like, say, if Tavares Jackson kind of struggled. But, uh, wow, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I really can't. Uh, definitely congratulations to Matt Flynn, as that is quite the accomplishment at this point in time. When you look at the games, when you look at the difference between Matt Flynn and Brian Brom, it's incredible. As, yes, preseason games do count for, for backups like Flynn and Braun. Um, Matt Flynn was completed about 60% of his passes in the first game with a touchdown. Brian Brom, all 47% and an interception. So there's game one when you compare those two. And then an awful loss to the uh, 49ers, 34-6. to Green Bay getting destroyed by the 49ers with another extremely cool story at quarterback in San Francisco. J.T. O'Sullivan is going to be the starter. He was the fourth guy here in Minnesota a few years back. He's going to start for the 49ers. Alex Smith, absolute bust, number one overall pick, not even going to start over J.T. O'Sullivan. Unbelievable. But, yeah, the main focus here, Brian Brom was the number two quarterback in this game. 
He only completed four of nine. Where Matt Flynn five of six, no touchdowns for either guy. But yeah, a little more accuracy for Flynn there. Uh, they both had 33 yards, but overall horse crap game. But Flynn was the only guy who was actually completing his passes in that game. Go figure. And now the only win for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers do defeat the Denver Broncos 27-24. They actually had a good game finally. <laughs> As Aaron Rodgers also looked very solid in the third game of the preseason against the Broncos, completing 18 of 22 passes, no turnovers, and a passing and rushing touchdown in the game. 193 yards, not bad for that. But yeah, well, this isn't anything too great, but still it shows a difference. Flynn completed both of his passes. Brian Brom, 0 for 4. As said earlier, Brian Brom, <laughs> Brian Brom's number is well below 50% in completion throughout the entire preseason. You can't have that, folks. That's why John David Booty's the third string quarterback on the Vikings. Now, he won the third job. Woohoo. You know, it's not like he's kicking some butt. But yeah, the fourth game of the preseason, Packers losing 21-23. The player of the game was, was Matt Flynn. He got the start. Uh, Rogers made one pass in the entire game, and it was a touchdown. It was a 68-yard touchdown. Go figure. <laughs> but, yeah, that's when they just took him out because, yeah, enough's enough. You don't want him getting hurt. Uh, Flynn, though, 8 of 13, good for 60%, two touchdowns. Excellent job. Brian Brom, 7 of 12. He actually completed over 50% in this game, but, uh, you know, not good enough. Not as good as Flynn. Definitely not. No touchdowns, no interceptions at least. But, yeah, clearly Matt Flynn outperformed Brian Brom throughout the preseason and in training camp. And uh, congratulations to him, as said before. as uh, It's a nice story indeed. So, um, overall, I expect the Minnesota Vikings to defeat the Green Bay Packers in game one. As uh, Even though it is a road game, the uh, Lambeau mystique is not the same as they've lost tons of playoff games in Lambeau over the years, the last couple, you know, the last several years since, you know, the glory days in the mid-90s, they all of a sudden start losing games there. And um, the Vikings look like a team ready to rock and roll despite a few distractions with McKinney and the injuries to Madhu Williams. But uh, I don't think that's enough for them to lose as Tavares Jackson is ready to rock and roll. Adrian Peterson is healthy and ready to rock and roll. <laughs> uh, Jared Allen and the entire defensive line is all set. Ray Edwards healthy. Um, you have Brian Robinson all set and healthy. Of course, looking awesome in that fourth game of the preseason. Uh, Latroy Guyon making the team. I'm loving that. Otis Grigsby, of course, on the team. That was a lock. You know, let's see Grigsby get a, yet another sack. Let's see him get a sack in a real NFL game again. Um, defensive line looking fantastic. Uh, David Heron was kind of a surprise to me. He made the team in the linebacker position, and I was dead wrong with Jeff Dugan. He made the team. I guess it was more of a numbers game with other players getting out of here, like the wide receivers, only keeping five instead of six. So that's the way that goes. But uh, I think the Vikings are too complete going in, despite the fact Aaron Rodgers looks pretty good. He looks like a pretty good quarterback, but um, overall I see the Vikings squeaking out a close one, and I mean a close game, probably maybe – I'm going to go with 24 to 21. How about that? So, um, of course, both teams looking pretty healthy going in. Ryan Grant, of course, starting running back for Green Bay. Should be a dangerous guy. But the defensive line, well, it was the strength. The rushing defense was the strength of this team. 
we're going to have to wait and see on that one as uh, a lot of te- a lot of players carved up that uh, <clears throat> the rushing defense in the preseason. Uh, they didn't totally carve them up, but they, they made them look silly on certain plays. Uh, Cowboy, all, all the way from the first game to the last game, that Seahawks game was just awful. Uh, Rice looked awesome against the Vikings as well. Ray Rice, the running back in Baltimore. So um, that's probably my biggest concern going in. Are we going to be able to shut Brian uh, Ryan Grant down? Sorry. Um, as Aaron Rodgers, he's going to have his hands full with uh, – <laughs> with uh, Ray Edwards and Jared Allen, of course, coming at him. And maybe Latroy Guyon will get in the game and get a sack, as that's pretty much what he's going to be doing on this team. He's going to be a nice sack specialist from the defensive tackle position. Can't wait to see that. But, uh, yeah, of course, Charles Gordon Gordon winning the nickelback spot. And uh, look for him to make some nice hits as well on Jennings and others like the veteran Donald Driver, who is, of course, a still a very big threat for this team. And Donald Driver has butchered the Vikings in the past, as we need to make sure he is in check. That is one of the biggest things the Vikings need to stop, other than Grant. Now, very quickly, there is some other NFL news to get into very quick, as i uh, got to throw this in, being this is a football show. Now, first, on a serious note... Jaguars offensive tackle Richard Collier was shot and critically wounded outside an apartment building early Tuesday as he and former Jacksonville teammate waited for two women they had met at a nightclub, police said. Collier, 26, and former Jaguars defensive end Kenneth Petaway were waiting in a Cadillac Escalade, that figures, (laughs) when a gunman fired into the vehicle, said Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. Spokesman Ken Ken Jefferson Collier was shot several times, but it wasn't clear where he was hit. So that's a big shame. As you had the uh, same incident with uh, uh, Washington Redskins last year. As uh, this is really sad to see this kind of thing happen yet again. Second year in a row, this kind of thing happened. Life-threatening injuries. So we, our hopes and prayers are with Richard Collier. And we wish him the best from Purple Mafia. Other NFL news. Well, the Detroit Lions have a first, have a legitimate running back now as they were looking to start a, a third-round pick this year. Kevin Smith, third-round pick for Detroit. as uh, He was going to be their starting running back. And uh, now I would think Rudy Johnson... Should win that job, probably not week one. Uh, with that move, Tatum Bell, who was going to be the backup running back or third string, whatever it looks like, backup. He would have, he will be let go. Kevin Smith becomes the backup, and uh, that's the deal right now with the Detroit Lions. Is could that could really be an interesting move? I I like it. Smart move by Detroit. They need something to go with that team. They need a legitimate running back, and uh, Rudy Johnson could be that. As before last year. This guy had big, big numbers last year, missing five games with injury, having a subpar season for his standards. But in the past, he's a 1,300, nine-touchdown type of guy. Got to have this kind of guy on your roster. And if he is that for Detroit, watch out. Watch out. And good news on the the hurricane front. Well, the Saints are going to play in the Superdome on Sunday, despite uh, Hurricane Gustav is that – 
came and went without as much damage as, well, Katrina. Certainly not not nearly as much. Uh, it was a Category 2 hurricane, so not quite as horrible this time around. The Saints ready to rock and roll. Um, but now there's one other quick deal. Joe Flacco going to be the starter in Baltimore. Not Kyle Bowler. It's going to be Joe Flacco. So that's the way things are going to go with them. And uh, he looked even worse in the preseason than John David Booty and Brian Brom. So <laughs> good luck to Baltimore. That's going to be a tough one. But, uh, hey, you know, they weren't going to go anywhere anyway, so it's probably going to be a similar year for them as it was with the Vikings at Tavares Jackson a few years back, especially last year when Jackson was named the starter. But that's the way the NFL is shaping up at this point in time. We'll be right back to talk about last week's poll results. And this week's poll will be back on the flip side of this break. Here on the SportsStuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on thesportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. SportsStuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on the SportsStuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. here on Purple Mafia, and of course the two commercials you just heard were Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild. Those are my other two podcasts. Wolves and Wild fans that are listening to this show, do check them out. They are available on thesportstuff.com. And, uh, well, they're not available on iTunes yet as of today, as, uh, you know, there's been a delay with iTunes and getting them up, and uh, I contacted Dylan. He said he will be on it ASAP, and I do appreciate that from Dylan as uh, he's doing the best he can, as sometimes iTunes delays things, and that's just the way it goes. There's nothing much you can do about it, and we thank Dylan for his hard work on this site, as always. Now it's time to get into last week's poll. The question was, which long shot bubble guy or bubble guy deserves to crack the roster somehow? The choices were, out of six, Brandon Sumrall, Albert Young, Martin Nance, David Heron, Hussein Abdullah, who also made the team, by the way. Hussein Abdullah made the team, folks. That was somewhat of a surprise to me, but he did a good job, and he's here. Uh, Darius Raynott was the final choice. Um, David Heron and Hussein, Hussein Abdullah made the team out of that group. Albert Young and Raynott kept on the practice squad, so that's where that stands. Not many people voted on this poll because these names are so obscure and uh, 
that means that you guys on iTunes haven't signed up on the sportstuff.com because you would know who these guys are. Whereas on the sportstuff.com, not many of them know these guys because they're not all from Minnesota. So I don't expect too much out of that. Uh, 50% going to Brandon Summerall, 50% going to Albert Young. Uh, those are the top two guys, in my opinion, anyway, out of that group, just because. And uh, only Albert Young kept in the practice squad. I picked Brandon Summerall as I really like what I saw. And Tampa Bay is going to like what they saw. As John Gruden is a smart guy. He likes. He has an eye for talent, and he made a good move in Tampa. And uh, good luck to you, Brandon Summerall. Uh, no comments left, as, of course, yeah, people here on TSS, uh, they are there are some Viking fans on there, but we need more of you out there from iTunes, so please do sign up and vote on these polls as you have a chance with this newest poll. And the question is, which NFL roster move is the most intriguing? Matt Flynn, Flynn <laughs> named as Packers' number two quarterback. Joe Flacco, named Ravens starter. Rudy Johnson, signed by the Ravens. Or Joey Harrington, signed by Baltimore. Joey Harrington. Mm-hmm. That was kind of an interesting one, too. Uh, those are the four picks. Do log on to TSS, sign up for the boards, and vote. My pick, of course, which you could probably tell, as I devoted quite a bit of time to him in this show, Matt Flynn being named as the number two quarterback. Great story. Easy choice for me. Uh, looks like uh, Schmitty voted for him, and we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that his comment next week, as uh, we will, as we like to update everything all at the same time. Definitely uh, like to hear from Schmitty as he's looking to get a Green Bay Packers podcast started, and he's the moderator for that board. Good luck to him, and um, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening as it is a big, big, big game coming up next Monday. I can't wait to see it. I'm sure you can either. And we'll have a nice game review for that game, in-depth, exciting, energetic. And I hope you tune in and listen. Thank you again for listening to this show, downloading it. Tell a friend. Please tell a friend. And if you haven't voted on iTunes, please do. If you have an iTunes account, that's free to have one if you don't yet. But, um... If you like this show, please go on there and give me a positive rating and leave some positive feedback. It takes a couple seconds, and it helps this show grow, and uh, it gives stronger recommendations. So please give me that time. Thank you again, and I wish all of you a great week. Go Vikings. We'll see you on the flip side.